Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you and it's not the Betfair Edge without the big bully from Betfair himself. His name is Tom Haylock and he joins me. Hello, Thomas. Big bully? That's bullying in itself. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go to HR. Does he have an HR department? Yeah, well, mate, we've got David Taggart works here. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Pretty sure we've got an HR department. Already started after Tags re-signed his contract, <laughs> sure enough. I thought you were going to say David Taggart was HR. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spends a lot of time in there, though, funnily enough. Hey, uh, oh. big show coming up. Uh, lay in backboard. That's not far away. We've also got Steve Quick from Ace Previews to join us. Card of the week. We haven't had a pre-show meeting this time, but um, I've done Mooney Valley Randwick and I've got my best bets right around the country. So we can do a bit of Mooney Valley and a bit of Randwick if we want. Plenty going on. And then the we've racing, got... The footy, the, the footy. The racing, the tennis, Big Bash. Never a dull moment. There isn't. There's a lot happening in the tennis. It's always good to speak to you on a Friday night, mate, although I'm filthy at you. What anyway. A, why? What are you filthy at me for? No, we'll, we'll better get the lay bin up for that. Well, what about... Oh, here we go. What about... Uh, what no, about I'm not filthy. I'm what not filthy. A, what about our man Popperin? Oh, Poppy. He's on the backboard, Popperin. That yeah. was a great win. And his um, speech after winning in... Was it five sets, wasn't it? Um, superb speech. He's won more games at the start of 2023... January 20, it is, um, or January, early January. He's won more matches in 2023 than he did all of 2022. Amazing. And his speech afterwards was fantastic. Well, he got emotional, loved it. Backboard. Well, I retweeted it, yeah, and um, oh, you did. massively on the backboard. It, and yes. the, the, the point being here is, is, as an Australian culture, I think, we need to support people that try. And this bloke, he's gone back, worked on his game. He's worked his absolute, you heard the speech, he's worked his ass off. You know what I liked about it as well? He said, everyone in this crowd, get up for the demon who was playing straight after. He, it wasn't all about him. He said, get up and support a fellow Australian. Loved it. Yeah, he works in, in like I said in my tweet, sometimes we get sucked into the show and about, you know, the, the untapped talent and if they only put their mind to it and whatever, I'd rather support the bloke that's, that is not leaving one skerrick of effort out. Yeah. He is. He might not be the most talented, but I want the bloke that tries. You give me the bloke that tries every time. They're the blokes you want to have a beer with. They're the ones you want to support. Get around him. Backboard is that, massively. Is that why you like me on radio, mate? Oh, try. A... Try hard. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, let's get, do you want to get straight into this then? I've got a little bit for it. It's everybody's favourite segment because we essentially get to wins for the entire week. <laughs> the lay-in. Righto, who are we putting in there? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Is it the favourite segment on SEN globally? Yeah. Sure. I look, I, I know. The public love it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm pretty ca- I'm pretty keen on a few here. I'm pretty keen on a few. Well, so I, I'm a busy man, as you know. Lay oh, bin <laughs> straight off the top. <laughs> oh, you're busy. I baited you beautifully. Oh, uh, right. Oh, well, as you know, Fitzy, I'm a busy man. Busy yes. man. Early lay bin. I get into the studio on schedule, on time. You decide to take a phone call. What's Mate, you, you ca- 
mate, you, I was we, sitting this here. This is why we don't have pre-production I meetings sitting, you're too busy. I was, I'm the sitting, busy one. I was sitting here for 20 minutes before you <laughs> roll. I sit down. Uh, everyone's in there. I said, where's where's Tommy? Oh, yeah, he's, time to he's, chat. he's not you're there. Important. My phone rings. I went, well, I'm going to oh. take the phone call. You're not sitting there. I right? get here on time. We were meant to talk before we go on air, talk about what we're doing. No, we're, we're too not. No. Nah. Makes the best radio when you come in all whingy. <laughs> that is true. Hey, that is why we're filthy. Yeah, I've got a couple of other lay-bins, but you go. Right, no, no, I'll go with one, and then you can go again. Right, now, we bounce off each other. Good radio uh, craft. Uh, this, this is oh, good. shut up. Been doing some networking <laughs> lately, have you? Hey, um, tour down under here in in South Australia. That's I'll on tell the... you what, it's been quiet. I, I've been busy, but I haven't heard much about the right, tour down the, under. Right, the tour down under is on the backboard. It's a great event. Great, Love great it. event. They run right through the Barossa, picturesque. It's a, a big world race, big world event. That's on the it, backboard. It, it hasn't been publicised. I haven't seen anything about it over here. Yeah, it's been big here, but yeah, I suppose it's, it's been, like it's obviously big on television, there's right? A bit there's a bit happening as well. The crowds here are enormous, happens. huge. Yep. Yep. But with that comes an influx of cyclists. Oh, now, cyclists. Now, the influx of cyclists. I apologise to cyclists out there, but... No, I, no, no. Yes. So, so with, with that comes the influx. Now... In Adelaide, as everybody knows, the CBD is a square, one set square. Now, in that CBD, you've got a stoplight every 100 or so, 150 metres maximum. So uh, the roads outside of Adelaide, leaving the square, are all in a big web. So you miss a turn, you take the next one. It's the best laid out city in Australia. It is beautiful, Now, all these other roads are perfect for riding your bike on because there's no stoplights. Uh, they're, they're long runs at it. The, the stoplights are few and far between. And then you've got only 15, 20 minutes to you, the Adelaide Hills. You've got all these cycling trails. Ride, ride along the Torrens. Ride along the Torrens. You can ride. There's unbelievable spots to ride here in Adelaide. But there are a certain few cyclists that they love riding where they can be seen. Now, where oh, you can the be seen. Yeah, yeah. So, and where you can be seen. And these cyclists. Choose the Adelaide CBD just to do lap after lap after lap after lap of these busy streets. And the busy streets have got a stoplight, you know, Grenfell Street, Pirrie Street, King William Road, every 100 metres. Now, you can't tell me that's favourable cycling conditions, having to stop and unclip every 100 metres and wait at the stoplight. So you pull up at the stoplight, you've got cyclists on your right, cyclists in front of you, cyclists on your left, cyclists behind you, and all they are doing are laps of the CBD. Now, you're only doing it to be seen. You're not doing it for the love of the ride or the love of the bike. You're doing it to be seen in your Lycra. Get in (laughs) the bin. Go out, ride out on the track. If you love riding, do so, but you don't have to do it somewhere public where everyone gets to look at you. No one cares. No one thinks you look cool. Get in the bin. Sorry. Wow. Strong words. Well, now, mate, look, am I not wrong? No, you, you, are, you are right. I've got now. nothing against cyclists in general. But <laughs> Sounds like, like it. Seriously. Like, they want to do five laps of the parade in Norwood. Five in a row. That's not going for a ride. That's going for a ride so that people see you're going for a ride. You're a spud. Don't they just ride to cafes and sit around in oh, the cafes in a, their lycra? There's people that That's love the ride, do. that really enjoy the ride. I get them. I understand it, right? One with the road, you know, that sort of gear. But yes. none of this, like, doing oh, laps of the city, like, fair huge, huge influx of cyclists as well at this time of year in Adelaide. They're yeah, everywhere. yeah. And we got a few of them at SEN. Sammy Edmund, isn't he a lycra warrior? Loves it. Loves I actually, it. I actually reckon you'd don the lycra. Mate, I, I'll ride a bike in a pair of footy shorts. I'll just get a sore backside oh, too, mate. In a singlet. No, you put me on something with a motor in it, though, mate. I'll be totally fine. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good lay bin from you. I don't mind that. Yep. The, the Get in influx, the bin. The influx of cyclists when tour down under on or cyclist events. Do it all year round. They're all at, down the beach as well. Taking up my cafes in their lycra. Oh, Put take, it away. Taking up my cafes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, what now, have you got? Tennis. We're talking about Australia, but tennis times. What What is going on with Kokonakis and Murray starting at 10.15 p.m. on a work night? Ugh. I wanted to go watch that match, and you just don't know when it's going to start. Wait till 4 a.m. Start the matches earlier. Work out the schedule. I, it's, the night session starts at 7. I don't want to be seeing the best players play at 10.30 p.m. on work nights. Yep. Ridiculous. On, on work nights. On work nights. Yeah, well, unlike you, nights, I don't get... Nights. Other days off, so it's uh, every well, night. I don't either. School, right? Otherwise, I'd be up till four a.m. watching that. Yeah. So that's in the lab. Scheduling in the bin. Scheduling. Why are they playing so late? Ridiculous. Also, day one went to the tennis. Went to a restaurant at the tennis. Not a restaurant, like a takeaway place. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to a takeaway place. They well, restaurant. Di- oh, sorry, I can't say that on radio. <laughs> People will think I've lost touch with the common man. <laughs> oh, I went to yeah, a. Yeah. I went to a street vendor. <laughs> yeah, yes, a street vendor. That's right. How's the back pedal here? <laughs> pun intended. And three things on the menu. Their main item is chicken. Oh, no caviar. Six p.m. Six p.m. on day one, they didn't have chicken. It is the only thing they're offered. It's a chicken shop. Get in the lay bid. <laughs> Your lay bids. You're getting more and more pretentious. <laughs> are you kidding? You are. No chicken. Are, I want chicken at six p.m. <laughs> Go to like, another one. It's like walking into a pizza restaurant and saying, "No, we're sold out of pizza." It's day one. <laughs> day. one. Day one at 6 p.m. This is the one thing about the Australian Open that when I went, it's you can't get drinks and food. It's a nightmare. It's, it's, Day... it's rank. <laughs> Not if you're in corporate. Area. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Day oh. one at 6 p.m. before the night session, no chicken at a chicken room. No chook. No get chook. in the lay But old Tommy Haychook, that's what we should call you. Oh, I'm filthy. Right, what else have we got? You said you had a few. A, I just want a chicken. No, just a couple, mate. I'm angry enough. I'm, I'm done. Um, I just want to, after we saw what about Popper and putting him on the backboard, I'm just going to lay people that don't try or don't use, if they've got talent, that don't live up to their talent because they don't try. <laughs> yeah, and you know who I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, people that are like super talented. You're talking about a, a famous Australian tennis player? No, not at all. Who, who are no, you? I'm just about? talking about people that don't try in general. Well, you said I know who I'm talking about. Well, you, you might know. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, it might be him. <laughs> but people that don't try. <laughs> get in the bin. I thought you were, thought you were talking about me for a second. You, you, oh, I thought you were, it was a compliment saying what I had jo- ability. What did, Jordan, talent. what did Jordan say? You miss 100% of the free throws you don't take. So, yes. the excuses. You know, Djokovic is about to come out with one. He'll get knocked out. It'll be all about the hamstring. Try. Try, injured, out. Doesn't matter. Try. Well, we saw that with Nadal, and it's why he's an absolute champion. Yep. Fronted up. Yep. Not right, but tried. Yep. Try. Don't yep. think. Try. <laughs> that's, not, that's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, anyway. it is. It is now. <laughs> yep. Uh, it is now. Hey, um, also, I've just got to lay again. People uh, people on social media thinking that they know more about track management than track curators. Uh, get in the bin. You don't know. You can't even cut your own lawn. And in the words of Mark Fine, you'll never own a lawnmower outright. Like, you don't need to take the Twitter talking about what they should have done with tracks. Like, like... Let the people that know uh, handle it. Even I admit, you can make a comment, all right, but don't be like, no, 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 and start potting humans. And, and Navesh copped it, and unrightfully so, I think. He shouldn't oh, have. He was under pressure for the. Oh, no, the he's week under before. pressure, but yes. of course he is. But uh, no, what's he I'm, trying to do? He's trying to get the, the meeting going. So the problem with this whole situation and what happened on the Gold Coast is the amount of pressure that gets put on these track curators 
when they deliver fast tracks. You've got trainers whinging about horses pulling up sore and not being able to back up. If your horse can't handle a back up running on a good four, don't run it. Don't plan it. It's, it is so much pressure on these curators. I'm with you. I agree with you. Don't go bagging curators, mate. They can't do much about it. They're at the hands it, of the gods. We're in the middle of January. Let them run on fast tracks. Don't have to water it. Don't have to curate it. The tracks are fast. It's good to bet on. I don't care if leaders are winning all day. It's good to bet on. Much better than curated doctor tracks where they're coming from everywhere and you end up with situations like we did on the Gold Coast. Just let the curators do their job. Yep. Hey, uh, I've got another one too. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm laying Michael Clark. How long's this segment going for? I'm laying oh. Michael. Cla- I'm laying Michael What's Clark. This? Oh, I need to catch yeah. up on this. I'm, I la- actually I'm laying Michael Clark. Uh, Michael Clark, get in the absolute sea. Um, we there, we always knew there were probably areas of his personality that may be suspect. <laughs> and did did Kadich jump out of a bush somewhere and oh. start getting stuck into him as well? Well, Carl Stefanovic's just handled it brilliantly, and I'm a big Carl Stefanovic fan. What's Huge. he done? What can he run us run us through this? So quickly? essentially, someone's filmed them having an argument. Um, but it in was Queensland somewhere. Michael yeah, but Clark's the, the, partner. Yeah, my, with his partner. His partner. It, now he's done the hamstring just walking, mind you. He's oh, full he's blown limping, torn yes. the hammy off the bone. Yeah. Uh, his missus has given him the slap because he's apparently cheated on her. Yeah. Um, and um, with the ex, and they've had this full blown argument. And then he was obviously had a few, and he was up Carlos as well. Um, so Michael Clark, he's done himself a mischief. What, uh, did, Car- what did old Carlos do in this? Whole well, he thing? was so Carl's wife or yes, partner sisters. and sisters. the other one assisted. They were all there together, but that I think he was trying to separate it. And Michael was like, "She can hit me, but you can't." And was yelling oh. at at Stefanovic. Oh. And apparently, someone mentioned to Stefanovic at the Australian Open, "Oh, we could get a charity boxing match." I mean, Carl would take him to the cleaners. <laughs> oh, Michael Clark. He's made a t- like he's he is he is made a tin foil, Michael Clark. There might be a few people who wanted to step up in round two and three. Well, if you're a cheater, you're a dog. Just keep your like, just keep a lid on it, Clarky. I mean, he's clearly something's gone right. He can get in the bin. The hamstring can get in the bin. The public argument can get in the bin, and cheating on your missus can get in the bin. What do you bin. make of filming it all? Oh, that's it? is oh, that in the bin? Yeah, no, no, no. Make the money. Yeah, you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I mean, oh, look, it'll happen to us one day. Oh. You know what? You and I'll be in the street. I'll be like, no, Tom, you cheated, you cheated on me. You went on RSN. <laughs> we are not that important, no, no, no. by the way. No one will be feeling, filming us because ever. No, oh, mate. I, I, I've said this when I started radio a long time ago. I said, look, there's not one person in the world that's never made a mistake or done anything wrong. And if I pretend that I'm absolutely made of... of um, of I've lollipops seen, and I've rainbows. I've seen you make plenty of mistakes. Oh, mate, I've made millions. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm taking the shame on approach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done heaps of stuff wrong. And <laughs> love it or hate it. But yeah, Clark, he, he can get in the bin for that one. That's all. That was very controversial late lay-bin there. Oh, what, what, not controversial at all. Uh, anyway. Righto, we've got to go to a break. On the other side of this, Steve Quick to talk all things tennis. We've got our cards of the week coming up. Also our best bets. This is the Betfair Edge, Miles Fitzner. Tom Haylock with you all thanks to Betfair. And don't forget, you can back and lay all big bash markets and play your way on betfair.com.au. Gamble responsible. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Back and lay all big bash markets. Play your way at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. And it's time we talk tennis. 
And who better to talk tennis with than the superstar himself, Steve Quick from Ace Previews, joins us in studio. Steve, oh, good to lay a face to the name, buddy. Thanks very much for having me in. Uh, yeah. Stoop, mate. Yeah. What well, superstar. Yeah. So, well, I was about to say Steve and then superstar, and <laughs> you've got me rattled since the spray I've, you just I've, gave me in the ad I've break. Absolutely rattled you, but oh. it's heating up. The Australian Open, mate. You should be over here for it. You should have come to the Gold Coast, but. Anyway, started no, open. Women's <laughs> tournament. We'll talk about the men's and women's in a minute with Steve. I can't wait for that. Iga Swiatek's favourite for the women's uh, Fitzy, $3. Sabalenka, $8.20. Pagula, $12. Garcia, firmed into $11 as well at betfair.com.au. Fitzy, I don't know if you caught uh, on Thursday night, but Djokovic, the market for the men's tournament was amazing. He was $1.90 for the tournament Winner, prior to that match, he tweaked his hamstring. He got out to as much as $3.40 on betfair.com.au. Now $2.56 favourite. Medvedev is $4.40. Rune 11s, Sitsipas 12s. As I ask Steve, the guru, how's your week been, mate? Look, it's been busy. There's been a, can imagine. a lot of tennis going on. and it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a little bit chaotic, obviously, with the... It was too hot and then it was too wet. Is Melbourne the only place in the world that can get delayed for heat and delayed for rain within two hours? Yeah, I I think there were some very, very confused players who were at (laughs) Melbourne Park on Tuesday going, what on earth is happening here? They they were playing and they got all taken off the court because it was too hot. And then they went back on later in the day when it was still (laughs) the same temperature. But obviously Tennis Australia have their rules around humidity and other things that make Make it player hot. comfort level yes. fits you. Remember the old mm. wide world of sports? Oh, oh, man, the player comfort level. Um, there's no one's more comfortable than you when you've lost touch with the common man, Tom Haylock. Oh. You don't. It's, <laughs> you're only seats with cushions these days. They're telling me at the Australian Open. You know it. You know it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can just before we go a little bit further, the one thing about the the the, the cancellations or delays, but also the rules and the umpiring is seem very inconsistent. We saw Kokonakis blow up with the, um, what did he get, a violation because he sort of held off with someone yelling out from the crowd and it, what it happened to Murray and then it was almost like the umpire tried to even it up by giving him one. Like, is the umpiring been a bit ordinary? It just looks like it has been, Steve. Yeah, look, they've managed to find their way into situations. Look, at the end of the day, you want to get to the end of a match and not have the umpire be the main story. You know, or, or to or to really you know be noticed in any way, and it's been taken away a little bit. I think the last couple of years with the Hawkeye on the the line, so there's no longer the are there lines person. Is there a lines person out there? Going to say that do anything? Yeah. So so really, all they're doing is is making sure that they're keeping score, but also they're making sure that the ball basically doesn't bounce twice sometimes, and, and, and the crowd's and, quiet, and that the crowds are quiet. and they don't always do a fantastic job with that. I think we saw with Novak as well. Novak between serves Thursday yeah. night. Yep. Yes. So, so, so that was, I think, particularly difficult. Um, you know, obviously the, the crowd was told that they weren't allowed to boo Novak Djokovic before the, <laughs> the tournament, but they weren't told that they couldn't get drunk and yell out between serves. So <laughs> it's, it, it's can't let us boot them out. Well, just well, go and throw them out. How can you tell people not to boo? Well, what I reckon it's I reckon you're an absolute nothing. If you no, if you boo, you're an absolute disagree. nothing anyway. But I don't is, the minute that someone, surely the security there, just grab them out. Like go, go, go. Keep the game going. Like boot them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think well they could, but I, I think what we saw, and we saw I think with Nick Kyrgios in the Wimbledon final last year, you know, saying that someone in the front row had had you know a couple of hundred drinks or something, and I think that ended up that <laughs> yeah, you got me to pay her out. Suit. Yeah, they had to pay her out. So, you know, you need, there needs to be, obviously, they need to be a little bit careful there. But 
Yeah, it's it's tricky because we're we're kind of stuck, you know, in terms of tennis as a sport. In that, you know, we see the matches. So so we saw Thursday night, Kokonakis and Murray go to four a.m. in the morning. But then also that the umpire is trying to do their best to keep the time between points to make sure that a four-hour match doesn't become four and a half. But you think, you know, it's 2 a.m. And this, I think it was 3 a.m. when Andy Murray asked to go to the toilet and he was told no. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it gets a little, like, there's an element of leniency. But then I guess it's, it's tricky because then where do you draw the line? Bizarre. Bizarre. All right, let's get to betting. Um, enough of this. Let's get to some serious stuff, Fitzy. Come on, mate. You really are. <laughs> I'm fired up. Yeah, just, you're uh, late for something. That's what it is. Nah. Um, I've got a date. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, yeah, we know that's, that's a hard, lie. That's hard to believe. We know that's a lie. <laughs> um, men's draw. Djokovic, two, 256, two, six, uh, 256 to 260 at the mm-hmm. moment. Backing Lang. And where do you sit? What are the plays? So with Novak at the moment, I'm sitting off just until he plays Grigor Dimitrov. So that's the big... Um, big match uh, to keep an eye out because obviously Novak, he hasn't looked at 100%. We've seen in years gone by that he has the ability to still beat most people on tour when he isn't at 100%. But Dimitrov's the type of player who's going to really be able to extend out a match and and really look to to put pressure on um, Novak and his movement and his fitness. So I would be just sitting tight and maybe when Novak does take the court, just to have the exchange open and just be looking at the price to see what fluctuations there are. There were you know, in that second round match, you know, he was, he did go out to about $3.40 and it was because he was holding his hamstring and he was hobbling between points and there were, you know, the body language wasn't great. He still found a way, but it might be, a, you know, if you do like those those odds, you might still get that three three ten if he looks a little bit um, proppy. That's, you make a great point. And that's the beauty of Betfair Fitz. You can actually trade in the men's tournament winner market during matches throughout the tournament and the women's as well. So we're not, we're Djokovic, tweaks his hamstring he drifts significantly you can frame markets and bet that way so you like rune at 11s or 12 dollars on betfair yeah i think looking now i'd i'd tried to avoid the half that novak was in before yep. the tournament but now that there is a little bit of vulnerability and that the the, the other quarter um you know with casper rude alexander zarev uh and taylor fritz all knocked out it's really opened things up and i think um Olga rune is the, the the type of player who has shown that you know he can match it with novak if they were to meet um, but he's he's got through the, the difficult part in terms of the really hot weather, and he, he's looking really really solid. So he's one to keep an eye on. But uh, you know, from the pre-tournament, Medvedev, and we had around that eight to nine dollar mark. He's sitting around that four dollars forty now. So I think he can smell blood in the water a little bit with what's been going on over the last couple of days at Melbourne Park. Love it. I'm with Medvedev there. Fitzy, who who are you fans? Well, I was with Taylor Fritz, and then that's got, that's that on the well. Fritz now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, like I'm I'm probably. I'm leaning a, bit, a little bit wider here. I'm going to go someone like uh, like a Sinner or an Alyssa May, if I'm saying that correctly, and then just back to lay again, 27 and 17.50. There you go. Let's get to the women's. Uh, Spartak, $3 favourite. You're with her against her. Backing Lang. Um, I was with her at the, the start of the tournament when she got out to that kind of 360, 370. But at, at the moment, I think that price looks right just because there are going to be some tricky matches for her through the fourth round and the quarterfinals. And, and we're you know expecting potentially a... Um, you know, some big hitters at the other end of the court to um, to eager, and, and that you know she she's been solid without looking exceptional. I think through her Australian summer, um, so she's she's about right at that three dollar mark. My my tip from or one of the tips from you know the, the pre tournament Marquette of Andrusifer is the one that I'm still kind of keeping an eye on. You would have backed that fits when we talked on on radio yeah, a I, weeks ago. I wrote them all down at eighty dollars. Yep. Yep. So she she knocked off on Jabor. 
on mm, um, on Thursday night on Rob Over Arena. So she's taken the number two seeding spot effectively in the draw. So she's just one to, to keep an eye on who's just flying under the radar a little bit there um, in, in the other half. Um, so there, she's one that's you know looking a little bit wider, but I, I really can't go against Eager at the moment. Can we just explain there, as in it was 70 or $80, and then she's what now, $32? $32, so essentially, so if, back if, and lay, you, if you took your advice, you could just back to lay, take the money and run. Yep. Yeah, and with that, when you look through the market as well, I think the other other suggestion I made was Veronica Kudamatova, and she's unfortunately um, lost in, in the second round. But, you know, in terms of that position and, and with uh, Von Drusseva and how she's looking, you know, you can be able to kind of at least make sure that you can get... The, the way I look at it is when you look at this... This market, and you look at the names at the top. If you can reduce that that liability or the red number on on the top names who you think will still be around in the second week, and, and get that as close to zero as possible, yep. then you're you're heading in the right direction. But I think Von Drusseva, she should she's she should start favourite in a her next match and potentially the one after as well. So it might be one to keep an eye on if she were to make the quarterfinals to maybe make a, a slightly bigger lay there to, to make sure you've got profit. There you go, Fitz. So you're on at 80s. You can lay at $34, $36 at the moment. Back or, I'd still back her, and Steve recommends backing her at the 34s and then laying off a bit later in the tournament after she hopefully wins the next one or two matches. So that's the play there in the women's. Steve, anything to leave us on, mate? I think just it's going to be exciting, I think, to see... The, the two Aussies in action. So it, it should be a, a big Saturday at yep. Melbourne Park. You know, obviously organisers were a little bit worried at the start. We saw Tom Janovic and then more importantly, Nick Kyrgios come out before the, the tournament began. <laughs> to be able to have, you know, the, the biggest day in terms of crowd generally at Melbourne Park, you know, that, that first oh, it's Saturday. It's going to be huge. To have both Popperin and Demonor in action with the, the big crowds there. We saw how, how big they were in the, the second round in terms of the crowd helping them get over the line. I think um, it's going to make for a, a massive day. Just on that, can Popper roll Shelton? Uh, he's, he should start just as a slight favourite, but he'd want to be wary. It's one of those classic ones where you, you, you get a player who's come off such a big win. Now this is the letdown spot. This is the spot where you know you might come out a little bit flat. Shelton, who's an incredibly talented player. Two, who two not matches know about. that have gone over four hours in a row as well. Yeah, so and you know, coming off not horse. a lot of success last year, it, it's just about whether his fitness base is there. He'd want to start well, is what I would, would say, is that Ben Shelton is you know, he is a bit of a confidence player, and if he can get going, then it's, it's going to be tricky. Just on the, the Betfair Hub, Fitzy, you can check out all things from Steve Quick on betfair.com.au forward slash hub. He's also got a multi up on Betfair if you don't Hey! Mind. Puts a multi up every day. Tune into that. He runs the multi. Much better odds than your corporates as well. So if you want to take him on, you can do so, Fitz, or you can back him in. Either way. Uh, and you can also follow the Twitter handle too, can't we, Steve? Yep, so at ace underscore previews. I've got to give that a plug. Thanks so much for coming in, buddy. Uh, I look forward to chatting to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Uh, back and lay the big bash markets and play away on betfair.com.au. This is a Betfair Edge. Make sure you always gamble responsibly. We'll be back right after this with our cards of the week. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Back and lay all big bash markets. Play your way at betfair.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Australian Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly, of course, as always. And if if it becomes an issue, call one 858 Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Tommy boy, I've I've done the form in a big capacity this week because I've had time to. You've been a bit tight on time. You've been watching tennis too late. Oh, a lot of tennis. Um Obviously, back from the Gold Coast. Got a lot of work on to start the year. So, yeah, I haven't done as much. For, I did Canterbury as well. So, I've been 
busy on Canterbury Friday night meeting, but um, need to sit down and obviously do more for Saturday. But Mooney Valley, we've got plenty going on. I do like something in the first here. Yeah, but we've got our card of the week. We've got to start yes. with this. You got to know oh, when, when, to hold when to hold it, when to hold it. Know when to fold it, when to fold it. Know when to walk away. Always gets us in the booth. Righto, kick it away, Moody Valley. Right. Moody Valley, you've done the whole card. I do yep. want to start the day with a winner here, Fitz, and some people call me. Outstanding jump outs at Cranbourne. Beautiful looking athlete, long stride. Um, he's by Maurice. So I've got a bit of time for this horse. Uh, the Godolphin International, um, she is not an international, but the... the Horse called International, Jamie Carr, rides. Um, Philly by Piero, she's speedy. But I think some people call me, is the value in the race, can get over the top of the favourite there. And I'm keen to start the day with a winner. About that $3.70 mark on betfair.com to you, Fitz. Who are you with in the first? Oh, I'm with International. I, I, I think some people call me, you're basing it all off these jump outs, of course. But, yeah, six four one. my number's here in the first. So, but, yeah, I'm not well, super... Com- a little, little bottle of red. Yeah. On, uh, oh, on I'm not, yeah. No, oh, okay, I'm then. not that confident. Oh, she's soft. Get on Betfair, mate. Take the price. That's what it's for. Peer to peer betting. That's it. Race, race two, uh, thousand meter race. Unflinching looks to go in a short price favourite. You with unflinching? Yeah. Look, the value here though. Amy McLucas goes on inside draw and unflinching. Now, this is a horse that should jump and go up and lead on the bunny. But its last two, it's gone under. It's gone under at six dollars and also under at four dollars. Backed off the map here. Uh, way to the stars. Interesting horses up at like Doombin. This. Inside draw uh, there at Doombin. Got the chocolates over Intersec, which was well found in the market there during the week. Before that at Warwick Farm was in behind Italian Informant at a 72 there and one and a half lengths off. I don't know whether just the experience of Blake Sheen might be able to just come up and push across Amy McLucas. So I'm probably leading towards way to the stars just to maybe just betting value here, really. Three to beat the two. I 100% agree with you. I think uh, one of the stars is the bet here. Um, Blake Shin, what a superb rider he was. He, I don't know if you saw his ride midweek. Um, absolutely superb ride. Going to be hard to beat. I've got a lot of time for this horse. Obviously, Sydney-based, and I do a lot of Sydney form. Went up to Doomba last start and won. I think clearly the value in the race. I couldn't take on flinching at about that ninety mark on betfair.com.au. We head to race three, another 1,000-metre race. Um, a bit of a deep race. Cotel looks set to go into his favourite. Are you with Cotel? Yeah, two-horse race, sis. I think Cotel, if you want to forgive um, that run on the on uh, New Year's Eve behind She Dancers and, uh, and Baldinio, you go back to some other form. Um, uh, 70 at Flemington was all right, but the win at Cranbourne was really super in the 70 there. The, the big danger here is Bella Soralina. Um, run at Cranbourne, excellent. Won the 64 there by two and a half. Did really well from an inside gate. Before that at Kyneton was uh, was uh, fantastic as well. I'm probably leaning towards Bella Serena, but yet yeah, three and five all day, these two. Uh, two horse race. Race four, 1,500 metres, benchmark 70, Shuffle Dancer. Dollar eighty five betfair.com to do about that price. You're backing or laying uh, Look, probably not backing at that price, but uh, it looks a winner. Uh, it certainly does. The only one that can get near it is running on time, uh, but that also hasn't been to the track. But that looks a nice horse for the Mar Eustace team, especially after the win at Mornington. Um, I'll probably just box them up and watch on because it's short enough, but six to beat the four for me, and that's all she rode in that race. All right, we push on to race five. Ain't no deal done. Potentially favourite with the nephew down the bottom. Which Who are you siding with? Nah, you? with the nephew here. I know it does get back, but this is also a distance race, and I don't think that'll matter too much. The run at Sandown behind River Plate, we know how, river, how good River Plate um, can be uh, and the wraps that are on it. 
At the Valley last time, got beaten by Right You Are, but not that far in an 84. It was only one and a half lengths. And then before that at Pakenham was in behind Aaron Bay. I think this horse is running into form. An inside draw should be sitting sort of two back the fence, somewhere like that. Uh, I think it's probably leaning that way. Ain't no deal done's probably the danger. Happy to risk Aaron Bay in this race. Oh, against Aaron Bay. Maybe press the pink button on betfair.com. You're laying Aaron Bay. Ice Picnic looks set to go into race six as favourite. The benchmark 64 over 1,200 metres. About that $3.50 mark on betfair.com.au. You're with the Nick? Yeah, of course I am. If it runs up to that form like it did back in May at the end of that prep at Flemington, it was 1.8 off Jimmy the Bear and Cardinal Gem. Uh, then went out to Ballarat in November first up. This prep only 2.2 links off them. Uh, and then went to the Valley and was one and a half off River Noir. And we know how good River Noir looks like shaping up to be. So... Ice Picnic, don't rule out, though, the four and the five here. David Jolly, the Jollies, when they take horses to South Australia, always run well. This Hongbao, they've always had an opinion of this horse. Won its last two at Morvettville, a class two and a 68 there, and did it quite well. Little freshen up, um, had a little trial at Strathalban. He doesn't take them there for no reason. So Ice Picnic might even have a bit of a saver on Hongbao and Anilla because you're going to get a price. Very good. Race 7, benchmark 84, 1,200 metres. Dance to Dubai, the favourite, Carlene Heffel, taking the two kilos off Dance to Dubai. Who are you siding with in race 7? Yeah, I think this will win. Yeah, Dance to Dubai for me. I think it's probably the best of the moody runners all day. Uh, looks very good. I think Bill the Boxer and Sacred Palace are the only two that can get near it. Bill the Boxer will have to lead, uh, jump and cross from gate 7, um, and then have to be able to hold out Dance of Dubai, which I think will lead, but it's also in four. So I think Carlene will try and keep this horse... Uh, to the front and keep the other one out and should be winning. So dance to Dubai to beat Builder Boxer Sacred Palace. Well, I like the two-year-old race to start of the day, but race eight looks a really good race. Savannah Cloud flying, pounding, also coming off a win. Uh, you got either of those two on top in race eight? No, I don't. No, you're with, against them both. I am against them both. And you know what I'm with? Corner pocket? Yep. It's oh, going to be one. It's going like to be corner pocket. Well, I, I was one of my best last start at five bucks and one. Ever since Lindsay bought you dinner. And beat looks like Elvis, who's starting favourite in race six at Ramwick, which we'll talk about in a little while. This is a horse that's been to the track three times for two wins and one third. Um, this is a proper horse, this. And I think it's back in form. Um, Stockdale, get a nice little claim. It'll jump with 59. Savannah Cloud and uh, Pounding, of course, the two dangers. They're the only two other two I'll include in the quaddy. But this would be your best bet. And especially if you're getting even money the place about court, corner pocket, that's that could nearly be my sure thing of the weekend. Ooh, I like that. I like yep. that a lot. We head to race nine, Fitzy. I like one here, number 13, three and four, Pence. Jamie Carr on board. The Cliff Brown stable starting to warm up. Had a winner on Wednesday. Had a winner on Saturday, um, a couple of weeks ago as well, going all right. Three and four pence here. This horse first up, very, very unlucky. Held up, always peaks and goes to another level. Second up, maps well. Going to be hard to beat here. $8, good value there. Eight yeah. or $9 on betfair.com.au. Yeah, I'm you? with you. I'm with you. Are 13 with you? to beat the 15. I think you can actually back them both. You're going to get a decent price. Have your Tommy 2 play. Only other one you'd include in the race would be the eight. Shock them over of Alexander Rays and Jakey Noonan's. The draw's a bit ugly, though, but it is one from one at the track. And uh, when Jakey Noonan, um, well, Jakey Noonan's ridden this horse to both of its wins. So uh, the win he last start um, was pretty good. So uh, three in the quaddy, 13, 15, and eight. And I'm going to back the 13 and 15. Very good, mate. So you want to head to Ramwick now? Yeah, let's do it. We need another stinger. Uh, no, okay. Well, do you want me to Come do on, it again? Get us in the mood. Get oh, us in okay. The mood. Here Come we go on. again. You got yes. to know when to hold them. When to hold them. 
No. Right, that'll do. Yeah, right. Now, let's go. <laughs> right, what have right. you got? I love it. Um, I'm keen to play three horses in race one at Ramick on Saturday. Two-year-old race, really good two-year-old race. I like Fleetwood on top. Yes, me too. Um, yes. Uh, jumped out really well. Looks a nice colt. Son of encryption. He made good ground. National is ridden in both trials, separated by a 13-week break. Made good ground late in that piece of work. Looks a nice mover. Josh Parr on. I think Fleetwood's going to be hard to beat. Um, the other one down the bottom here for Bjorn Baker is Rockabilly Rebel. Now, this horse, a lot of speed. Rachel King will push this horse, uh, Philly, straight at the front. Be pretty hard to run down Rockabilly Rebby. Rick, Rockabilly Rebel. <laughs> Rockabilly Billy. And, uh, Rockabilly. Um, just one of value here. Trialed pretty average in, in two trials recently, but didn't have the blinkers on. Get some first time here. Draws for Tommy Berry sticks on. Number five, High King. Michael Friedman. They don't obviously trial... Brilliantly, but I like what I saw from this trial back in September, and just the blinkers might sharpen him up. So something for me there in the first year with Fleetwood. Yeah, Fleetwood for me. I want to skip straight to race five if we can. Passagiata is yes. going to be close to the best of the day there. Surely this horse done nothing wrong. It spanked them. Speedy Philly, yes, Speedy Philly. I tip Bray into uh, Brooksbyer. I yeah. had a chat with him. Yeah, that was a good result. For yeah, me. you back Brooksbyer? I did. Millions? Off your oh, well, off your. I backed a couple of others too. It was a wild day. Follow me in. Well done. Um, Love that. Race. So, Passagiata, race five there. Race six, you want to move on to? Well, there you see the looks like Elvis form. This horse has been crunched early, and I'm going to take it. Um, the corner pocket form, like we said, I think the only dangers in here are going to be Nicolini Vito, Titanium Power, and the six, Varenli. Um, but looks like Elvis here on top. Yeah, Varenli will lead, but um, looks like it was a couple of Victorian horses there, or Victorian form coming into this, which is always interesting, but listed race there. Race seven, we push on to. Yeah, I'm just, lay the fave, just lay the favourite there. That's all I want to do, lay Banana Queen. And I just want to. I've got a bit of time for Banana Queen, so that's interesting, get deeper into prep now, yeah. And then I quickly want to touch on race nine. I'm with Star Sparks there for the Waterhouse Bot team and Timmy Clark to beat the favourite Bullfinch. Tricky meeting at Ramwick on Saturday, but good summary. Certainly is. On the other side of this, a Friday forecast. Our best bets of the week, and we'll do, do around the grounds in that segment as well. Back in a moment. Bet Fair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way on the Australian Open by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you, and you can find better odds on the Oz Open at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A few things we're going to get through. Let's go straight now to Tommy. We'll go to the Friday forecast. Friday forecast time. I think last week my sure thing was that a horse at the Magic Millions meeting will pay over 25 bucks. We saw two of them. <laughs> uh, well done. Yep. Yep. Um, well done. My sure thing this week, oh, I am going to make it. Corner pocket to place. It'll run top three. Sure thing for me. What's yours? Uh, trainers and racing participants will complain. Now, no matter what happens, people complain. Everyone's got <laughs> agendas in the industry. People can train. We touched on this earlier about track management and stuff like that. Everyone's got an agenda. Everyone's complaining. They're pushing their agenda. That's the sure thing. Um, most at stake. I'm going to say the Australian Open. It's all, they're calling games off. The scheduling's gone to water. The umpiring's iffy. They've, they're losing it a little bit. So the AO's got a fair bit uh, at stake. It. Yep, they are. And there's no chicken at one of the vendors, apparently. So big problems there at the AO. No chicken. <laughs> Absolute debacle. My most at stake is Djokovic's hamstring. Uh, <laughs> his favourite, a lot of money turned over on him on betfair.com.au. His hamstring is feeling the pressure. Uh, doomsday scenario for me is another Saturday meeting called off. We saw Murray Bridge in 
South Australia. We've seen the Gold Coast. We don't need another Saturday big like feature race meeting for one of the states called off. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, I'm with you. I haven't actually got a doomsday, but um, we don't need any more delays like we saw at Murray Bridge. The wind kicked up. Tumbleweeds through Morphville. Do you reckon there'll be tumbleweeds at Morphville this Saturday? Uh, don't think so. <laughs> we're racing at Murray Bridge. Uh, oh, there you go. I'm pretty sure we are. No, we're at Gawler. Oh, there'll be tumbleweeds at Gawler. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's go around the ground. Speaking of which. I've got a stack here. Have you got any around the grounds? You haven't done much form, though, have you? I've got you covered you go this first. week. Righto. Go uh, Gawler, race two, number three, Imbibe. And race seven, number five, Rebel Lee. So race two, number three at Gawler and race seven, number five. We go to Doombin. I'm sticking with the Tony Golan. He's on fire. Race three, number four, Busting. And race seven, number six, Iahuska. They're the two there. And then at Ascot, I've got a stack here. Race two, number seven, Work in Progress. Race four, number six, Category three. Race five, number three, Capital Flight. You know, like I just that's a question mark a little bit on that one. And then race eight, number 10, the Velvet Queen. So race two, number seven, Ascot. Race four, number six. Race five, number three. And race eight, number 10. That's around the grounds. Um, I, don't do. I don't have any. So you, we've got, you haven't got much time. Go for it. No, and then Keep let's, trying. well, now we've got to go to, we've got to go to our, um, our best bets. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see a wiggle, wiggle. For sure. So um, they're the sort of the around the grounds and the best bets have sort of merged in today. So they're all up. You can, don't forget, you can go back and listen to the podcast if you miss them for the Gawler, Doombin and Ascot. Have you got the best bets for the weekend? Oh, I like Way to the Stars, race two, Mooney Valley. Uh, race two, number three, you touched on that. I also like some people call me. And Fleetwood's another one in Sydney, race one, number four. Uh, I'm going to be with Corner Pocket. It's the best each way bet um, by a long way at Mooney Valley. Uh, you can just... You can go solid, um, I think, on both. Responsibly, of course, but you get your money back if it doesn't win. And um, Passagiata, of course, at, at Flemington, I think, will be very, very hard to beat. Uh, at, at Randwick, should I say. Very, very hard to beat. So they're the two best there, Corner Pocket and Passagiata. And no doubt we've had the rest of them in. Tommy, we've made I'm, it in time. I'm just going to lay unflinching. as a lay, the best lay. Oh, I forgot my lay of the day. I've got to do this again. Hang on. Right, lay of the day is, you like it when I do that, race seven, number five, Banana Queen, lay of the day. Ooh, like me. Race seven, pleasure, number mate. five. Sorry I came in a bit grumpy. No, grumpy, Just understatement. Time is time is valuable. That's what happens when you tie your jump around your shoulders like that. What, <laughs> were you going yachting this afternoon? It was a bit warm in the car, to be honest. <laughs> I bet it was. Lost touch with the common man, Haylock. He'll be back next time it. next week. Uh, see you then, buddy. <laughs> might not be back. That's, that's, that's all we got time for on the Betfair Edge. Don't forget, you can go to the SEN app and you can go to Betfair Edge. Just get the podcast. All the tips will all be up there. Back and lay the Big Bash and the Australian Open and play your way at betfair.com.au.